400 billion a year is spent in filing fees. And then when you think about what AI can deliver, and we're just really at the very, very beginning. 2016, we doubled in size, and then 2017, we doubled in size again. The reason that they succeeded was because they were persistent and they were able to make that pivot. So the United States Patent Corpus is 32 billion concepts. You're listening to the Outsell Podcast, where we cover the hottest trends and topics in the data, information, and analytics economy. I'm your host, Ben Sampson, and thanks for joining me as I interview founders, analysts, product leaders, and more to service the insights you should be thinking of. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Outsell Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about our Data Money 2019 conference. It's happening February 7th in New York at the Conrad Hotel. This is our third year doing this conference, and we're very excited to share some of the keynote speakers, some of the topics, and some of the highlights that you can expect this year if you attend. And if you're not attending, you'll most certainly see some of the feedback, some of the results, and some of the content that we produce as part of this event. To cover this event, I asked Michael Zekin, VP and Practice Lead here at Outsell, to share with me what you can expect at the conference this year as he was one of the individuals that led the program and is also holding up much of the data money conversations that happen here in Outsell. A little background on Michael. Michael's a seasoned technology and data market analyst. He's a global strategy business advisor and specializes in commercializing and evolving data economy, big data, analytics, IoT, cloud, artificial intelligence, so all the fun stuff. His extensive large enterprise and tech experience, including IBM Software Group and IBM Watson and IoT platform, including the weather company, Michael helps shape and inform future strategies, establishes functional and industry insights and architects value chain ecosystems that helps us advance and develop differentiated client value. And so I'm very excited to see what Michael has to say and also just want to take a moment and thank the sponsors that make Data Money 2019 possible and give myself and Michael a job to do. And that is the Venture Development Center, Three Pillar Global, Inadata, Data Conversion Laboratory, Inc., Copyright Clearance Center, Database USA, JEGI, and World Quant Data Exchange. Thank you very much. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Michael and myself around Data Money 2019. All right, what'd you have for breakfast? I, I, or would you have to drink last I night? I am living on <laughs> Philly's coffee. <laughs> it's actually really fabulous coffee, by the way. <laughs> so, Michael, I'm really excited to have you here because we have Data Money coming up. It's our third annual Data Money conference. We've had a lot of attention over the last couple of years. Very much excited for this year. I would love, since you've been essential into building out this program, you've provided a lot of great content, a lot of great ideas. Give folks a little bit of a sense of what they can expect from the event this year, what, they can, what they're going to take away, and what they can expect to experience if they attend. Well, thank you, Ben. Um, you know, it's great, uh, it's great privilege uh, this year. We're really, truly excited about the upcoming third uh, Data Money Conference. Um, it's interesting because we sat back. You know, we learned a lot last year. We thought it was an amazing event and an amazing turnout last year. 
Um, we sat back and we started to recognize the amount of uptick in our clients that were asking key questions that were a little different than we'd maybe expect. And let me explain that. We started to see a lot of our clients thinking about what kind of business they should actually be in. So organizations realizing they're not in traditional business as usual mode. Are we a platform data provider? Are we a analytics company? Are we a digital services business? What are we? So a lot of our clients uh, requesting that kind of, uh, or asking us those kind of questions. We also had a lot of clients saying, I'm in a certain area of the industry and I've got a great core business, but it's under pressure. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Should I double down on my core? Can I enrich it further and fortify it? Is it time for me to think about maybe an adjacent market to leverage that capability? Um, should I be maybe even entertaining new industries to pursue that I'm not in today as mm -hmm. an organization? And that was really the heart of a, a lot of the uptick in client requests that we were receiving. And so that's what we did this year. We structured the Outsell uh, Data Money Conference really centered on those two key elements. One, what kind of business am I and what kind of business could I or should I be? Mm -hmm. And two, within that business, what's the best way for me to build a data-driven product or data-driven service to be competitively unique and also economically viable? Mm -hmm. So the entire event is really structured on, on fulfilling that premise for our clients. It's exciting because so many more companies are getting into this space. For that very reason, they see opportunity. They have data exhaust. They're looking to monetize. Right. Um, what's also exciting about this event is it attracts not just a CEO or a strategy officer. It, it attracts the product officer, the data officer. Um, even if you're not even in a selling role of selling data or providing a data asset or a product, if you're a data buyer, if you're an investor, um, what I'd love to hear from you is a little bit about, you know, the different attendees, the sure. different personas, and what they can hear, what, what each persona might take away. If I'm a data buyer, what I might take away. If I'm a data seller, just curious about that. A wonderful question. Um, so let me step back on that first, that um, one of the really unique things about the, the Outsell Data Money Conference is that we're bringing together and fostering an ability for our clients and our participants to understand what it's really a, what it's really about to operate in today's market. And that means bringing together leaders um, to speak together, to network together, um, to learn from each other, learn from experiences of those that have, that have done things or experimented with things successfully or not. Mm -hmm. um, now, in order to do that and to really learn from that, you need to have a a real dynamic type of companies in the in the group. So we've got the largest companies in the world in attendance. We've got uh, innovators from data and technology and enterprise all together, and it's really created a quite a unique ecosystem for data commercialization mm -hmm. and, and addressing these challenging questions. Now that said, within those perspective organizations, you do have uh, a range of different responsibilities. So we are, uh, of course, the CEO who is responsible for ultimately uh, setting the course for the company, mm -hmm. uh, ultimately driving where it will be and what it will look like in the years that follow. So Outsell Data Money is really about catering to that point that I mentioned earlier on what kind of company am I today? And am I doing all the right things or do I need to really pivot my business, mm -hmm. protect and grow the core, enter into a new adjacency. Well, those are really big CEO discussions and, and the leadership team discussions that are had yeah. with investment decisions made, sometimes even divestiture decisions having to be made. 
Then you've got another side of the equation in terms of once we know where we want to be in the market and how we want to participate in it, what do we do to actually win? Now, a lot of that then falls onto the shoulders of those that are responsible for building the actual product. Mm-hmm. So this is where we parlay over into, the, let's say, the, the chief product officer. Um, let's not get caught uh, on assuming everyone has a CPO title, of yeah. course. This may help them realize that they may actually need a CPO or a CDO. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, surprisingly on that point, a lot, of, a lot of organizations that we've researched and studied fail to have uh, a, a truly effective product management capability in their organization. And that's a lesson learned. It's a lesson learned to suggest that you actually do need one if you're going to be competitive, if you're going to be agile, if you're going to be effective in today's marketplace. Uh, So ultimately, yes, a CPO or chief product officer um, has that remit and responsibility. But the point on the titling is also a lot of the chief data officers also own that responsibility or CIOs in some cases and certainly uh, chief strategy officers as well, CSOs. So you really got a broad range of titles here that I'm throwing at you. Um, But if you think about it as those who, again, build Mm -hmm. the actual data-based products, services, and offerings that are brought to market, uh, regardless of that title, that's really what the Data Money Conference is catering most most to. Um, let Let me pull on that a little further in terms of what kind of product should we be building? Mm -hmm. How do we price that product? And making sure we're not pricing ourselves out of the market or conversely cutting ourselves short. Um, The API business model, there's a lot there. What are the right vehicles to use for an API-based model? Should I be still thinking about data as a service and simply making my data or information set available to the market? Or conversely, perhaps I need to incorporate that, that unique data asset that, that's been built over d- years or decades and fusing it into applications, fusing it into solutions that are then brought to market. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a real different type of cor- a company capability and competency. Uh, so the, the, the whole essence of the product management function and ultimately the design, the build, and the delivery of the product has so many moving parts uh, in today's marketplace. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have, um, again, because of the unique ability we've, we've got here with the ecosystem, leaders speaking to leaders, you're really cutting to the chase. Mm-hmm. It's about, tell me what works. I want to learn from best practices of those who have done it before, mm-hmm. uh, what's been most effective, so that the, 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 the audience can all kind of understand and relate it to their business to say, well, that's a best practice mm-hmm. that I can apply immediately to my business or the pitfall to avoid, per se, in doing so. Um, so it's really about the, um, the relevance of this topic and how we brought together just a profound range of speakers and presenters and um, different panels, different keynotes, different case studies that really are going to exemplify that and cut to the chase. I'm excited for a number of them. One of them, or I should say two or three of them. I, I'm excited for all of them, but I'm really excited for one being on what is your data worth, data valuations. I think that's a huge question that comes up all the time. It's yes. a question I even have. What is my data really worth and what's Absolutely. the benchmark I can compare it to? Absolutely. So that's one session I'm excited about. I'm also excited that for the third time we're bringing Misha back from ADP. That We talked a little bit about CDOs being CPOs. like. When he first spoke, he was a chief data officer, but he's a true product guy. Right. Um, and seeing him take data and build a really valuable, really valuable product at ADP, is I'm excited to see where, he has, where he's at three years in now. Right. Um, but I'm also curious, 
what are you excited about? I know there's a lot of really good keynotes, panels. What what should people get excited about this year? Sure. Well, let, let me actually, I'm, I, I, I'm excited about absolutely every session that we have, <laughs> I have to be honest. And, I, and I'll tell you why, though, in, in being very candid on this. If you unpack um, a couple of the, the core principles behind this event this year, um, first and foremost, as you heard with our uh, outsell information outlook for 219, trust is the new algorithm. Well, trust is infused entirely throughout the entire day. And I would suggest that every one of our sessions and every one of our speakers will be bringing up how to create, how to capture, uh, how to protect that trust mm -hmm. in, the, in what they do and who they are as a company. Uh, so that underpins absolutely every session. Uh, the other thing that is uh, sort of behind the principle of the event, you've got the coalesce of data and content information all being infused into workflow enabled by technology. Mm -hmm. So you've really got um, the essence of really big topical areas, the data economy itself, all that's happening with data types, new data sources, um, the valuation, as you mentioned, that, that uh, we'll be presenting, Harry will be presenting and speaking about the worth of data. You've got technology with, I'm sure all would agree, uh, enormous pace and rate right now of innovation. And a lot of the, the movement we've seen over the last decade of AI and blockchain and RPA, um, a host of other real innovative, powerful capabilities that are really mainstream in market today having an effect on that data, or conversely, really bring that data to life mm -hmm. in some unique ways. So there's your sort of second major. And then you've got the essence of how do you actually infuse that into the product? How do you infuse that into workflows? And all of which requires a human element at the end of the day. You, you can't eliminate talent. And so organizations are thinking about how they're organizationally structured in order to be effective. Do we have the right skills? Do we have the right talent? Uh, when we think about data science, as an example, are we thinking about data science as a practitioner, or are we thinking about data science as a practice, mm -hmm. compounded of many different types of skill sets? I would suggest the latter. Um, do we have enough industry acumen and skill to build a solution that's actually gonna drive an outcome in a particular industry we're interested in? This is no longer about being a generalist, it's more about being a specialist. So you have a lot of the skills there. Do we have the right leadership in place as an organization? Do we have the diversity of, of talent, of uh, the C-suite, for example? Do we have the right leadership team in place and designing ourselves here to be effective? Mm -hmm. So think of it as the, the data economy plus technology plus the talent side in simplest terms. And throughout the day in our sessions, uh, we've actually covered all three. And so I maybe will maybe make a mention of three different sessions that excite me to speak to that. Yeah, um, I, I love what also what Misha has done because it is a journey, <laughs> and I agree with you uh, in terms of how do we take the the idea of entering a new market and recognizing some new value in the, in the core capability of the company and bringing it to life and monetizing and commercializing it in ways that really are completely different from what you would expect from that organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's a journey, and there's a common element in all of the sessions that you're going to see a, a journey underway. Um, but that said, um, if I maybe start in reverse here from a talent side, um, David DeWolf's presentation, for example, on cultivating talent for data and product mindset, 
um, again, how do I bring that right leadership together? Mm-hmm. How do I get the leadership thinking and having a vigor and a discipline to um, not just ideate great products, but actually bring them to life? And then making sure they're fulfilling and delivering value throughout the customer life cycle that they serve. It's a really good talk. He's been on the show before and has spoken before, so I'm yes. as well really excited for that one. Absolutely. Um, conversely, on a technology bend, perhaps, um, Dan Ole has joined us, a global EVP and CTO at, uh, at Elsevier. So Dan's going to do a presentation on uh, leveraging the next-gen technology and uh, how do we bring that to life for real-time decision-making. It's not just about AI. AI, is, of course, is huge, uh, which is important here because it's no longer about AI being an idea or a theory or a principle. AI is real. AI is having a real effect on our, on our world. Mm-hmm. It's having a real effect on our lives of what we do in, in every moment almost. Um, and it's being utilized very effectively in organizations like Elsevier, as an example, to really drive some new change and growth for their company really set some new uh, client experiences for the way that they serve their clients through the use of AI. So we want to also really bring out how AI is not just a principle or a, pr- or a theory or a hypothesis, but actually being real. Mm-hmm. What did it solve? How was it utilized? What was the outcome of doing so? So again, the technology is less about the theory and principle, more about the actual real world use cases for it. Um, the third element is, uh, as I mentioned, around the data economy, and yeah, there's many different aspects there to um, to the point you raised about the worth, the worth of mm-hmm, data, the value of it, the value of it, and how and what to measure and how to, to qualify and quantify that. Uh, I am equally excited about Harry's session on that. <laughs> Ab- absolutely, um, but if I sort of pivot from that, once I recognize that I've got value in my data, how do I commercialize that value? How do I bring that forward into the market in unique, compelling mm-hmm. ways? Um, Mark Coffey from um, Gas Buddy is actually going to be a really interesting session to me, first of all, in terms of how do I monetize this mass volume of data in both B2B and B2C environments to utilize that data that's being captured uh, and bringing it to life inside of an application. Yeah. And that ultimately is about a lot of different data sources and data types. It's not gonna be one data source being utilized to serve a purpose. And so Mark's gonna be also speaking about the partnering ecosystem. And as you you look at the number of data providers, those that provide in, let's say, financial services market, data providers that provide environmental and weather data, as an example, uh, the Internet of Things, a whole new host of uh, OEMs and providers that are capturing real-time data on a machine or on the equipment. I mean, these are all just expanding data ecosystems and the data variety and type today. And so what will be interesting to me in Mark's session is how he's been able to leverage the ecosystem of partners because n- no single vendor is going to have the wherewithal or the core assets to do everything. Mm-hmm. It's about smart partnering. So how do you leverage partnership across the data economy? That's what's attracting me to, to uh, Mark's session. And then the last point I'll maybe raise out is uh, our keynote. I'm, I'm thrilled that uh, John Machette from Accenture is joining us. Um, you know, Dan and I, uh, pardon me, uh, Mar- uh, John and I have spoken about um, real world, again, real world customers. And this is what Accenture is living and breathing and has done so for decades, serving thousands of clients. Um, there's really kind of two major elements to it. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. We've got a core data asset. Maybe it's under pressure. Maybe it's being commoditized to a certain degree. 
it doesn't mean it doesn't have value. Mm -hmm. The value may be less than it was two years ago, yeah. five years ago. Can we dust off the old and make it new? Can we enrich it? Can we fortify it? Maybe that's by adding additional data sources to it. Maybe it's by applying new technologies to extract new insights from that data. So it's really about bringing and fortifying the old into the new. I and think then, of it as like taking an old car and remodeling it. Ah, great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Absolutely right. I think that's a really good analogy. Um, second to that, it's about is there a new market entry point today where the barriers have come down? Maybe those barriers were so high with capital expense or other other reasons and rationale. In today's digital economy, there's new markets that are opening up every day for, for companies. Will they recognize those opportunities to say, well, what we've done in one particular use case for one industry may be very uh, applicable and can be retrofit to enter into a new market. Mm -hmm. That's a sort of a whole different type of uh, scenario for growth. Uh, and so anyway, John's going to be speaking about all these types of scenarios and client experiences that they face the challenge and what needed to be resolved, the implementation of services and technology and talent, and ultimately, again, the outcome from it. So sort of seeing that whole journey played out, but not just from, from uh, one industry or one client, but from a range and clustering of different clients. Yeah. So those have really excited me about the event. There's a lot of good speakers on deck, so I can't wait. Where can people yeah. learn more about the events? And it's New York. What's the dates again? Right. Uh, February 7th in New York. Uh, we've got a full, full jam-packed day. And again, remember that this is about networking as well as learning and listening. Um, so we've structured the day with a lot of networking opportunity throughout the day. Uh, we've got a series of keynote sessions. Um, we'll start with a keynote, and I want to comment also that we're going to end the day with a keynote, a closing keynote as well, which I'll comment on momentarily. We've got a lot of uh, panel sessions also throughout the day. So we're really jam-packed the yeah. agenda. <laughs> um, we are serving the interests really of three different, um, let's say, company types. There's the, those that are data buyers that are, that are trying to understand this market and how to be more effective in acquiring data. We've got a lot of data sellers, those that are provided and created some very unique and compelling data assets and data-based products. Uh, and we've also got the investor community, of course. Uh, so we've tried to cater to all and um, throughout the day that networking is actually really important to making sure that buyers are connecting with mm -hmm. sellers, as an example. Um, in the closing keynote, we've got uh, Sheila Kalklazer, who is actually one of the probably the most unique role titles. It's an exciting title she has. Global Chief Data Ethics Officer Whoa. <laughs> uh, from LiveRamp. And I mean, Sheila is um, really a, a profound speaker. Um, the essence around the ethics of what we do, how do we govern data, how do we protect it? I know we've all heard so many headlines that are negative in nature about the use or reuse or misuse even at times of data or perhaps even of data breaches uh, and what that means to all of us. Uh, so Sheila's really going to focus on the governance side as well as the ethics around the use, reuse of data um, and some of the elements around even the ethical side of innovation. Again, we get to AI taking over for human roles as mm -hmm. an example. Uh, so we're going to round it out with a, a closing keynote. So I'm bringing that up to encourage all to uh, not cut that day short. Yeah. You know, make it a full day right through. Uh, of course, we've got all the information on our website. We've got listings of um, the agenda, of course, outlined for you so you could see throughout the day. We've got blogs written that are published. If, please take a look at the blog sessions because we've outlined particular details about 
what the speaker will be presenting, what the questions are that you probably have in your mind or we you know, believe you'll have in your mind and how we're going to answer those in those particular sessions. So uh, please do visit the website because it's all outlined in detail. Yep, that's outcellinc.com. And then also you can find more details on the event on social media too, on our Twitter handle and our LinkedIn. Michael, I'm really excited. Thanks for joining me and hope that you will join us in New York with Michael and I. So thanks. Thank you very much, Ben. Pleasure. Look forward to seeing you all. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Outsell Podcast. For more information on Outsell, of course, visit our website, outsellinc.com. You can also find us on the social channels of the world. Um, Feel free to find me on the social channels of, of the world as well. And we always want input and feedback on this podcast. If you have ideas and topics that you'd like us to cover, companies that you think we should reach out to, please reach out to us. We love hearing from our audience. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Ben Sampson. You'll be hearing from us soon.